Hey what's up? Today on the show, we have Johnny Ray. Now, Johnny is a transformational coach, which is focusing on helping people live in alignment. The thing about Johnny, Johnny and I connected over Clubhouse, and we were talking about the law of attraction, which we both really connect to. Johnny has been studying the law of attraction for a long time now, specifically really dove deep inside what the law of attraction means in the past year. And so that's why I wanted to bring her on the show finally to talk to us about this topic and a lot of other topics regarding inner transformation and living in alignment, you know, anything like that. So it's going to be a very interesting conversation. I hope you enjoy it. And let's begin. All right, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Commit First Podcast. And today we have Johnny Ray. Johnny, what's up? Hi, Siggy. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. I am so excited to have you here because we've been talking about having you on the podcast for so long, um, ever since we connected on Clubhouse, which we, just before hitting record, we tried to find out when that was. But I mean, even WhatsApp doesn't go over back. Over a year ago. That was over a year for sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, and um, and yeah, so I'm, I'm excited that we made it work. And, um, and I think the reason we connected around Clubhouse in the first place was because of... Um, because of the law of attraction kind of things, the mindset kind of aspects that so we were in kind of communities of business and stuff. And we found ourselves always talking about the, like going back to the mindset, right. And going back to the law of attraction, those kind of things and really connected around that topic. So we started doing rooms around that as well. Um, and let's, let's talk to everyone around that. So obviously like, you know, it's, this is a podcast for um, men um, and specific men, entrepreneurs, fathers, um, and you are a woman, uh, which I think will bring a lot of, uh, creative, different energy to, to the conversation. And I think you have a lot to contribute to us. Um, you know, that here, although I, I am always looking at equality and I'm like, we're all the same, but you know, eventually women are women, men are men, kind of like we have our differences sometimes. Right. So, um, let's, let's take it up on the top though. Like, how do you connect to mindset and a lot of attraction in your life? Oh, great question. And hi, everyone. I, I, I get that that's the audience again. It's an audience really near and dear to my heart in that I, I coach both men and women. But to answer your question, how law of attraction applies to my life, it's just an everyday, all the time thing in my life. So morning meditations is how I connect with source and my higher self. And I have intentions for every day that I really focus on in the mornings. And gratitude is another big one. That's that's part of my everyday life. But here's the thing that I want to say up front is I used to study the law of attraction. Like I would study a textbook or any theory. And I would hear something like this on a podcast and I would say, oh, meditation or, oh, gratitude. And I would religiously try to incorporate those tools in my life. Mm -hmm. And what I've learned throughout the years of doing that is there is such a difference between just mechanically, quote unquote, doing law of attraction and having it become who I am. So that is a 
different conversation, but those are a couple of tools that I do every day. So, so how, how do you, like, because, you know, we all hear podcasts and also on this podcast, people come and they share their, um, they share their routines and everything. And we hear like, uh, yeah, like I made it 30 minutes in the morning. I meditate 10 minutes in the morning. I meditate like everybody talks about meditation, you know, but also we know that there's different kinds of meditations and there's different kinds of prayers and there's different kinds of like visualizations. And so um, you say, you know, you understood that you have to kind of live it. What does that mean? Yeah, that's a great question. I, I'm going to illustrate the answer through one of my clients. His name is Tom. He's a business owner, a father of two. And in the past year of working together, he doubled his business. It's in the best shape of his life, has the relationship of his dreams. And when we first started working together, I was asking him to do things that he's never done before. I still ask him to do things that he's never done before. And I, and I asked him recently, what had you do those things. And he said he had to put his ego aside. And that's how I'll answer that question is I have to put my ego aside. And what does that look like? What does that mean? Is that we as human beings, we tend to be in control all the time and we're controlling everything from our thoughts and emotions to how people perceive us, to how we want other people to act in our lives. And once I was able to let go of that control and instantly manifest in my life, I was able to teach other people how to do the same. Mm -hmm. And it starts with letting go of that ego and control. I, I don't know how else to say it. And I know that may not make a lot of sense, but that's that's the answer. That's what I found that Is it, got me results that I wasn't able to get before. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, obviously I think like letting go of the ego, we, we, a lot of the times know that this is what we need to do in terms of like putting your ego aside. It definitely makes sense. But um, first of all, let's talk about what the ego is. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, let's talk about, let's do that. What was it to you? Yeah. To, to me, that ego is our identity and how we were raised. We thought that we were whatever it is that our parents told us to do or wanted us to do. Mm. So let's talk about what the ego is. Whenever we have a lack of power, freedom, or full self-expression, when a lack of it, when we don't have that in the present moment, mm. what's happening is that there's something happening in the past that we're bringing into the present. Other, right. In other words, that that ego. Right. And so that ego is that that identity that we thought we were. Hmm. But really, when we say let go of the ego or let go of the identity, let go of yourself, what we're actually saying is let go of all of those things that you thought you were or that was taught to you. And really yeah. let go of the past. Who who you are, yeah. who you are in essence is is your you're connected to source energy. You're you're the same as you know, divine universal truth or however you want to capture that. And, and that, that perfection of, of seeing yourself as, as this greatest power is really the start of it. Oftentimes we're starting from the opposite end of that, of not being good enough or not being able to, you know, measure up to expectations that we've had yeah. all of our lives. But 
really doing that work, Siggy, and it's hard work. It's really hard work. So that client that I told you about, I have him do things like forgive himself, forgive others. One way to do that is to recreate people. And let me just break this down for your listeners, Siggy, is oftentimes we have relationships with people in our homes or we have clients or we have business partners and we're complaining about them. Mm -hmm. But really what we're doing is we're just recreating them over and over again. It's like we say they are this way and that's why they are this way. But Mm -hmm. when we change the way we look at things, what we look at changes Mm -hmm. and how we change the way we look at things is we just say, okay, instead of this person being this way, what else is possible? And same for our own personal selves, instead of me being not good enough, what else is, what else is possible? So I'll just leave it at that, Ziggy, that there's just a different way of thinking about yourself and other people that's going to help you with that exercise of, of letting go of that ego. Got it. Okay. So it definitely makes sense. And I love the description of like, you're, you're making people, you know, like up as kind of like, um, the it's, it is kind of like understanding that if you look at a person one way, it's not going to change. Right. And that one way you're looking at someone, it's because of the events from the past. Um, and you, you have no, you're like blocking yourself and looking at this person in any other way. And when you start looking at them intentionally in another way, it's a creative process also, whereas you start seeing those kind of things and your reaction to that person just make him treat you differently, right? Um, exactly. Let me yeah. let me give you a, a specific example yeah. about Tom, my client. He had this ex-wife mm-hmm. who every time he would think about this person, he would feel sick mm-hmm. and he would hate to talk to her. And they had a very toxic relationship she was controlling and he just didn't feel comfortable around her and I asked him okay I I get that she makes you feel uncomfortable what is another way we can view her as what what can we say thank you to her for Mm -hmm. what can we appreciate her for let's just think of a different a different view and so Siggy, he was able to create a list of things and not just as an exercise, but feel a new appreciation for this woman that he hadn't felt before, completely transform that relationship. And I'm going to make a leap and I'm going to make a connection that actually correlated in his life because he's able to transform that relationship. He was able to transform his business. Now, now stay with me for a second. Mm-hmm. So he was able to put that person first, as opposed to blaming and complaining. Mm -hmm. Now he manages a whole team and that team manages a portfolio of clients. And since he was able to really transform the one relationship that had the most stress in his life, that caused the most stress in his life, he was able to look at every single person in his business differently. And Mm -hmm. now everyone is speaking differently. They're seeing each other's differently. They're relating to each other's differently. So back to your original question, how do we let go of the ego? It's how do we let go of these patterns that are not coming from the highest version of ourselves? They're coming from a past version of ourselves. And how can we retrain 
our beliefs, our thoughts, and our actions so that we can get different results. Nice. Yeah, definitely. I mean, the 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 example you gave definitely makes sense because obviously when you remove uh, the 20% in your life that makes 80, 80% of the suffering, then you clear right. up so much time, right? You clear or so much um, space for for good things to happen. Um, so it definitely right, makes sense, exactly. right? And um, that's advice I would have for your your listeners who are their men, their fathers, their entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. And I get that you all want to grow your business, but first look at what is in your life right now that's causing that stress and transform that. And you'll see the miracles happen on the other side as well. Yeah, no, I love that. Uh, that's a great, great example. Um, and in terms of like, um, connecting it. So we talked about the ego and how you put something in the past and then how you kind of like transform people um, or recreate people in your life, right? Um, in the right way. And so that, first of all, that's a great creation process. And it's interesting because, you know, we, it comes up again and again in different ways, but um, at the end of the day, when we were saying we connected to source or God, or, you know, it's like, it's, it's the full on creation process. So it makes sense that you can also create in your mind, anything you want to, and that will actually prosper in your life for real. Uh, so it's a great way of cultivating that. So thank you for this example. Yeah, um, exactly. And in terms of law of attraction, how, so how does the soul connect to the law of attraction? We, receive what we put out so if we are putting out energy that's complaining about other people then we're going to attract those kinds of people in our lives so law of attraction is yes it's it's manifesting what you want in material form but it all starts with how you think everything starts with how you think Mm. and people ask me well that's really hard because (laughs) I can't control my thoughts, but you can control how you feel and you can visualize what it is that you want. So if there is a relationship with someone, wait, wait. I got to stop you right there. Sorry. Yeah. (laughs) Wait, I'm just, I'm just trying to make sense of it. You, I just had a discussion with a, with a fellow entrepreneur today about emotional states. Right. And he said, you said you can't control what you think, but you can control how you feel. How can you control how you feel if your feelings are happening because of your thoughts? You know what I'm saying? It's a yeah, that's a really great question because it's like a chicken and an egg question. Yeah. And there's that it's a complicated answer, but I'll try to break it down. So yeah. if we have a thought that's making us feel depressed or making us or giving us anxiety, for example. Yeah. I, I'm gonna answer the question kind of in a roundabout way. In that yeah. particular moment, the 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 best way to like move the needle, if, if you will, sometimes we do need to start with getting really angry first. I know that's really, <laughs> that might no. sound uh, counterintuitive no, to what I was saying before, but you you can't get there from here. You can't get from, right. you can't be super excited and happy from, from depressed. Yeah. So that emotional scale is a journey and there are steps to take in that journey. <laughs> now, once we get to, feeling those emotions of anger, which is, you know, a step above a frequency of depression. Then from there, there's something else that's possible because you're, you're feeling there's emotions that are stirring up in you. 
from there, which is where my client was really angry at his ex-wife, mm-hmm. what what's now possible? So when I say you can you can't control your thoughts, but you can control your feelings, I don't mean that literal every single time because I know that's not the case every single time. And when we are in that place of like, I'm so frustrated with this person. I'm so frustrated with myself. I don't know what to do. I ask people in that moment to take a moment and breathe. First of all, like we really need to stress the importance of meditation. We can talk about that in okay, a second, okay. but take, it. take a moment to breathe and then do the exercise. What, what else could be possible? Some questions I ask because I get pushback. Like I, I can't even see the possibility. I say, what if you could see the possibility? What if you were someone else? What if you were observing the situation? What else can be possible? You need to step away as much as you can in order to start that. Pro- and and look, this is not an overnight thing. This yeah. takes a lot personal growth. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like going to the gym. Yeah. And and we talked about that before hitting record. It's it's consistently going to this personal growth gym. Yeah. And then eventually you'll get good at it. Love it. All right. So it is taking the feeling and first of all, identifying it, right? And catching it when it happens. Like that's the first part about it. Right. And saying, you know, I, I'm feeling really frustrated right now. What what do I need to do in, in this moment? Yeah. And sometimes yeah. it's just to step away from the situation and then, yeah, taking on the, the next steps that we just discussed. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, I know that with mindfulness, sometimes even recognizing the feeling basically stops the feeling from from happening um giving it space right just like when you identify feeling sometimes you step out of yourself and you look at yourself and like are you mad like right and then yeah oh you're right sorry and you're not mad anymore so i kind of like this this like thing that happens sometimes um and besides that having like under it identifying the feeling is also just giving you the possibility, like you say, ask, okay, what can I do with this feeling? Whereas thoughts, that's where it makes sense. When, when, when thoughts come up, you don't control what thoughts come up. Um, and although people do try to sell you that you can control your thoughts, well, you can initiate thoughts on specific ideas, but you usually don't control what thoughts pop in your head, right? Because if anybody here tried to meditate, we all know that we don't control our thoughts. So we don't control our thoughts. And actually when our thoughts happen, we don't have so much to do with them, I guess. No, actually we do. I mean, we can also identify the thought in a way, but identifying the feeling is what is already on the outside. And then you can reverse engineer that, I guess, back to the thoughts. So it makes sense. Right. You you can identify that that feeling for sure. I, I do want to touch on the, the thought piece and then back to meditation. Wait, you know what? Meditation. You know, I, I'm sorry, just to yeah. kind of like, I'm sorry to cut you off. I just want to make uh, sense for anybody here who doesn't know what we're talking about. Like, okay, so, right, because we, for us, it's clear. But just to understand, right. Right, just to describe to people like how how we work, how the mind works, or sorry, how you know our brain works, our chemistry in the brain works. So we get an external stimulus, right, from the outside. It might be something we saw, we heard, we smelled something, and it can be also a thought that arose in our neocortex. That now, that thought, whatever it, 
or whatever external stimulus goes through the neural uh, networks that are there, which are just basically things that were there almost since we were kids, you know, just, you know, when we formed our belief system and everything like that. And we, that triggers basically an, a, a chemistry reaction in the brain to the amygdala that drops some chemicals, actually like dropping chemicals. Um, and then that chemical, which spreads, it's like that creates emotion. So when the emotion happens, it's already after the chemicals are dropped. And when the thought happens, neuron, neurons automatically fire, fire and wire. So meaning like you cannot stop the neurons from happening after or from doing their thing after a thought arises. And you cannot stop the neurons from sending it, the message forward to the amygdala. So basically, like in most cases, you cannot stop the feeling that happens when a thought occurs. What you can do is you can catch it. Right. You can catch it. You can you can consciously say, OK, wait, I'm feeling this way. Let, let me give it space. And so that's I think like that's is that also in your mind how thoughts and feelings work? Well, absolutely. That's scientifically how it works. And that's one tool we can use when the feelings occur is first of all, understand everything that you just said. And I know that you and I are covering a lot. So people might need to listen to this episode <laughs> a couple of times. But once all of that's going on, yes, it's it's identifying that feeling can can certainly help. Yeah. Slow that down or, or manage it for sure. What I wanted to say and bring up is even before all of that and as all of that is happening, what meditation does is it actually helps us be in a state where we can observe those thoughts as as not who we are. I mean, before meditation came into my life, I used to think if someone was saying something mean to me, I, I used to think that was me, like they're talking to me and about me, I would take it personally. Or if something happened to me that like something could just ruin my day in an instant and then automatically my day would be gone. But now in meditation, what that does is it allows those instances in real life to happen, but I'm able to distance myself from them. That's one benefit of meditation that I wanted to plug. Yeah, no, I mean, it's so key because uh, meditation is like the actual practice when you sit for 10 minutes and do it or however, however much, um, it's kind of like training yourself as a butterfly catcher, right? You imagine like a butterfly net and you're like, the, the your thoughts are the butterflies and you just train yourself on catching those butterflies. That's basically what it is, right? Um, so when you train yourself to catch thoughts and catch things when they happen, eventually in the day-to-day life, you'll also catch them. You'll also be able to stop for a second and say, wait, wait. So this person like right now screaming at me, it's not that I did anything. It's, it's his thing, right? You stop. You can stop yourself in many situations where before you get upset, or you, you like, or the actual analysis, right. right? The actual analysis of of what you just happened externally would be completely, you know, you know, being blown out of proportion in your in your mind. Um, will not happen now when you're right. If you were able to catch it and say, wait, should I analyze this situation any differently? Um, because you're better at catching thoughts before emotions trigger, or even you're better at catching emotions and saying, wait, why did this emotion happen? Maybe it's not okay. Or not, not okay, but maybe, you know, maybe it's not for the right reason. Um, 
right? Right, right. That's okay. right. It, cool. that, yes, that, that's definitely one of the benefits of meditating. We can catch ourselves in real time throughout our days when we're not quote unquote meditating. Another thing we haven't discussed yet, though, is and a benefit of meditating is getting in connection with that source energy. So here we are as humans thinking that we need to do life on our own. And that's just so not the case. Like we have the ability to connect to God, source, the universe, whatever you want to call it. And that co-creation that happens is it's, it's, it's such a magical thing when life just becomes easy. And let me just get out of theory and just talk about my own life. I, have gone from trying to control everything. I used to work in corporate America and I, I'm based here outside of Washington, DC, where there's the hustle and bustle of uh, everyone is asking what you do and at the happy hour, mm. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's, it's the, your persona and and what you do is, is, mm. a, is a big part of, of life out here. Yeah. And what after I, I got out of the grind of, of working nights, weekends, holidays, and, and started working for myself, I really got that I don't, not only do I not need to do all that, but I, I have help from, from above. And I'm not very religious. I am very spiritual, Mm -hmm. but I I think like a point that I really drove home with my client, Tom, that I told you about is stop getting into this grind of like heads down blinders on I have to do everything myself no like you really do have a help from above and around when you can just calm down slow down those thoughts and just ease into a flow and now speaking of law of attraction and manifestation things just come really easily to me. And, and I'm just in the state of bliss and gratitude all the time. Again, starting with how I think. Yeah. That's interesting. When you said like you have a partner thinking about it, that, um, I always thought the IRS is my partner. No, I'm just kidding. But, <laughs> um, but you know, like when you, when you say like you have a partner and, um, and you know, you, it, most people, first of all, need to believe that, right? That's a belief. It's kind of like a belief where you say right. like every, every bad thing that happens to you, you have to think it's for the better. I, I, used, I, I told um, a family member about this and she's uh, like a very successful CEO. And the thing that she told me is like, Sagi, stop with this like personal growth bull crap. I'm like, when something wrong happens, it's just plain fucking wrong. And I'm like, no, no, like, you know, and, and, um, and I remember, I, 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 I remember it shook me for a second. I'm like, wait, am I wrong? Like, is it like not wait, but it's how I chose to believe. So when I choose to believe that way, it just makes me live life in an easier way, you know, and, and everything better comes. Yes. Right. I think that's, yes, yes. I think that's the point to get. I, I know a lot of successful CEOs making millions of dollars and they are living in a controlled fashion of, of I, I need to kind of manufacture my day and my team. And mm-hmm. these, even though they're successful financially, they're still 
complaining and yeah. and uh, honestly life is just hard when you talk yeah. to them and 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 they tell you life is hard and I don't have a lot of time and this person's pissing me off and this client and life doesn't have to be like that just like my client who healed his relationship with a sex your your relationships your business your family it can flow and the way that it can happen like that is is giving up that control i'm not saying your contact and friend isn't extremely successful which i know a lot of successful people i'm just not sure that they're all happy exactly it's the happiness factor and i think like all of us want to be happy like and that's the thing that we need to understand like in order for us to be happy and successful and yeah we want to be successful and you're lying to yourself if you're saying that you're not because you know, but if you're listening to the show, you probably want to be successful. So if you want to be successful, you want to also be happy and make that as important as it is for your success um, to stay happy while you build success. And in order to stay happy, you would have to adopt some beliefs that are different than what you have up until, up until today. And I think like one of those beliefs that I'm really starting to adopt um, is it is that it's like I have a partner, like God is my partner. I can, you know, he's helping me. I can. Right? Yeah. And, you know, I, I've, I've matured that belief over time. Very recently, I just changed my mantra from I am stepping into my power, mm-hmm. which is what I've always said. I'm stepping into my light and stepping in my power. And now I change that to I'm stepping into our power my power Mm. with God. And when I did that, well, everything shifted. Wow. I love that. This is a very powerful, uh, you know, change of statement. Um, Just the one word stepping into our power. I I hear you, Siggy, when you're doing the the caveat for the listeners of people who may be like, what are these two people talking about? Because (laughs) I used to be one of those people. Uh, I really did. I, I, thought I had to muscle my way through. And, and since I've chosen happiness, by the way, it takes work. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I have to just be very honest about that. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's healing your past. It's being very clear about the destructive patterns in your life that are yeah. not working, getting rid of toxic energy, watching your words. And yeah. it's, getting sleep and eat, <laughs> drinking water. It's a lot yeah. of work, but it's attacking your state. I think what we're saying it's, it's worth it. It's worth it. I mean, 100%. And, um, it, I don't know about like everybody here on the show. Like I, for me, it was hard to accept God into my life again. Um, just because, or just because like there's so many people in Israel, like I live in Israel and you know, Middle East is where people usually say they believe in God and then they, they do the most horrible things. So it's like, how can you like, when you rely, when you take like, you say, I put all my ownership on like an external source and whatever I do is out of my control. And then you act according to what you actually like your survival needs and behaviors, whatever. Um, and you say, no, what God wanted for me, whatnot. You're actually like, you know, putting it on an external source. That's what prevented me from doing anything related to God. Or even, you know, or, and when I say God, I mean, source, universal truth, whatever, you know, you want to call it, but there's something higher than us, bigger than us. When we put our own ownership on that thing is, you know, it's bad. A lot of the times, um, I live where people like, you know, when they kill 
here like some terrorists when they kill people they're like we're going to heaven that's what god wanted you know and we're going to have like 72 virgins now and that's what they believe it's freaking weird <laughs> you know and, and i'm like i don't want to believe that but i do understand that as an entrepreneur you have to be spiritual and have faith and understand that you know god or this source or whatever you you know want to call it it's here to help you um there is like something above you and also there's like things that connect you with other people like there's a spiritual connection between people um that we don't understand that is there but basically like you are part of everything and once you accept that it's bigger than you it's not just you in the world it's like you're part of this ecosystem um so how do you like if i want like if i'm asking you right now because it's like the law of attraction says believe in something and you attract it into your life and everybody you know heard at least heard of not read the book the secret or saw the movie one um but how is like how, how should we take it one step further than just to say you know we will believe something and it will come through obviously we know we also have to act but what else is there what's the what what are the yeah. details that are not you know talked I, about? i love i love that question because i studied the law of attraction um i studied the secret <laughs> book yeah. um, because i i was i was the good studious person and i i listened to it over and over and i read it over <laughs> and over and i did everything it said to do oh. but things still were not flowing into my life and i mm. think the main thing that's missing is this connection to source and and how that works so the beginning of the secret it's it's they're saying like visualize the car visualize the car get the car and although that can quote unquote work when we step out of of the material this is i mean we're gonna get deep in a second yeah, here yeah, i want that yeah. when we when we step out of the 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 money the fame and and the cars and we just get really clear on this is this is who i am i'm a reflection of of god and i have the ability to create anything that i want when we can start from that premise as opposed to starting from this is the car i want this is the car i want yeah. because we're not really acknowledging the expansion of who we are when we're only trying to manifest this this thing so i think what the secret doesn't do is it doesn't start from a premise of who we are is educating us on mm. on what we really are as opposed to what we were taught to believe interesting then from there we could really start to let go of that ego and trust. So my, my word for 2022 is alignment and with alignment and trust, that's when I started to really see miracles that I couldn't describe. I'll just say one quick example. And this stuff happens to me all the time. I was talking to a friend and she was saying, you know what? we really need to go and travel and, and we can't do that because we have kids and it's so hard to do that. And, and if, if only we can just travel like these young kids <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then, and not an hour later, a girlfriend of, and she said, you know, wouldn't it be cool if we got Airbnbs and just traveled an hour later, a girlfriend of mine said, I'm getting Airbnbs in Europe. Let's go travel. And it's like, 
I couldn't have planned that, <laughs> those yeah. two conversations happening. But when Segi and I are talking about all of these things we're talking about that don't make any logical sense because they don't, what we are trying to articulate or what I am is these things happen as a result of like the universe will provide the, the miracles and things that you can't describe will happen. And they've happened to you, Sagi. They happened to me. They've happened to your listeners. How can we have them happen more frequently and often mm -hmm. is the question I always get. And the answer is, is have this be your way of life consider taking on these beliefs we're not saying you have to believe this but if you try it on and see if it works then you can just keep trying it on and trying it on and, yeah. and then you can just kind of reap the benefits it's really actually fun yeah no i love it and and are there specific like maybe um i'm just thinking about like how can we help everyone kind of like get into more of that and also i can help myself get into more of that do you have any affirmations that you'd like to share mantras and stuff like that or any any like actual exercises that we can do i have i have so many one i do daily with my two daughters we say the same mantra which is i'm smart i'm beautiful I'm powerful. I'm worth it. I'm deserving. I'm capable. Today is going to be a great day. Yes, I can. And yes, I will. That's every morning. Nice. Um, Love that. And I want to um, caveat that with, you can say that and not believe it or not even want to believe it. But mm -hmm. the real secret of it all is to feel those feelings while you're saying a mantra like that, because that's how you can create it in your life. And to this day, I, I believe those things. When you say I am and fill in the blank, those are the most powerful words of affirmation you can ever say is when you declare who you are, because your words are sacred. I tell my two daughters, 10 and six, this all the time, your words are prayers. Be, be careful what you say, because they're going to come true. Yeah. I also tell that I told him, I have a, a conversation with my daughter about this. And uh, just uh, two days ago, we were on a bike trip and she said something like, daddy, I can't or something. I said, well, you know, already. Right. And she's like, yeah, I know that. I know I shouldn't say that. And I'm like, that's right. And, she, and then she said, but you know what, dad, it doesn't really work. I'm like, why? Because I, I can't fly. I'm trying to say I can fly. I can't fly. <laughs> so, so it's like, Okay, so flying is, you know, one thing. You can't really talk your way into flying yet, I guess. But maybe you should, you know, you should say it more, more. And and maybe one day, yeah. I don't know. But but it's like... These kids are smart. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's like, I didn't know what to answer. I, I, and then I told her, maybe this, these kind of things work on beliefs. Like if you say you can't, you believe you can't. And you can't say you're flying, flight flying is a physical thing. So maybe you can say... You know, maybe they work and believe, but it's it's a good conversation to have with kids because they make you you get question and understand your own theory. Yes, right. Um, Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Been debating with their kids. You know what? See, I do have a resource for your audience, and sure. it's Abraham Hicks. Okay. I listen to Abraham Hicks all the time. Mm -hmm. So on YouTube, all you have to do is type Abraham Hicks, okay. and whatever topic 
you want. So you can type Abraham Hicks money or mm-hmm. Abraham Hicks relationships or Abraham Hicks, um, whatever, <laughs> really whatever cool. topic you want. Awesome. And then there's these free videos. That's a great start. And quick story on who mm-hmm. Abraham Hicks is so the because we talked about the book The Secret. Yeah. Rhonda Byrne, the creator and author, first approached Esther Hicks, mm. and that project was supposed to be about her. And the original idea was they would follow Jerry and Esther Hicks because Esther Hicks channels this this higher being that they call Abraham, which you can okay. <laughs> research and, and look into yourself. Okay. And they got into legal differences. So they parted ways and Oprah interviewed both of them wow. to, to get both sides of the story. But that was the original intent of the book. The secret is as Abraham Hicks is a teacher and the greatest one that I've found so far of the law of attraction and has really transformed how I think and believe and love it. Cool. It's a cool. huge resource. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Thank you. And um, by the way, how do you consume your affirmations nowadays? I, how, how do I consume? And yeah. How I do you do, write them and then consume them? How do I like, how do I like podcasts and things like that? No, no. I mean, I'm like the affirmations that you have nowadays, right? You, you do. Do you write them down on paper? Do you write it down on your Got phone? <sighs> That's a really great uh, question. I I just, I have like affirmations. I'm holding okay. up a sign that says nothing can dim the light that shines within. Um, I have affirmations on my phone. I, I it <laughs> says alignment, integrity on my phone. What is that? Um, is that a screensaver? Yeah, with alignment. Wallpaper? Yes, my screensaver. Okay. Um, and then I have mantras memorized. I say with my girls, it's just a, it's just a way of, of life. There's just signs everywhere. Yeah. Okay. Love it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> cool. Okay. Um, all right. All right. Cool. So um, I think kind of like uh, the, the most important thing that we just, we can wrap up with is like, how are you making the law of attraction work for you on a daily basis with the routine? You know, a belief is a thought you think over and over again. Mm -hmm. And I, one of the first things I adopted was everything is always working out for me, which is something I got from Abraham Hicks. Mm -hmm. And when I took that on as a daily mantra and a daily way of life, uh, and I started putting these like post-its all over the the house, which is something I have my clients do as well. Um, that That's what really kind of created this, this way of life. My, my environment is, is what supports me. So if there are people in your environment who they're, they're saying negative things or the TV is on or the news is on all the time. Just be mindful of that. I shut all of that off and, and really am very intentional about my routine and, and what I'm able to consume. Yeah. Love it. And um, how, like, 
do you have a morning routine and evening routine, like stuff like that? Or... I do. Yeah. yeah. So um, every morning it's, it's 15 minutes of meditation and then I work out and I walk the dogs, but all of that is a meditative state for me. Um, and that could be for the next conversation of, of, cause they're like, we talked about before we hit record, there's many different types of meditation. Yeah, right. Um, so that, that's the morning. And I also have a journaling practice and, and then just all of the affirmations I do with, with my girls throughout the day. Nice. And they, the girls, they love the affirmation thing. They, they do. They remind me, mommy, we forgot to do affirmations today. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. And, and in terms of like, by the way, the meditations that you do in the morning, the 15 minutes, what kind of meditation is that? I have an app on my phone, Insight Timer. And oh, Insight. I do, okay. yeah, I do the, the sound where it's, it's an ohm chant that's repeated and I sit there for for 15 minutes. So really quick, the two different kinds of things I do in silence. One is to quiet my thoughts for 15 minutes. In short, that's what's happening in one end. On another end, I what Abraham Hicks calls workshop with source. So if there's something that is a complicated challenge I'm having in life, I, I no longer, I used to a lot. I no longer ask everybody for advice. I now go within and I get in a meditative state and I go through that particular challenge. And I, how I say that I talk to my heart or I talk to God and, and I work it out. So there are a couple of different things that I do when I'm in that meditative state. Yeah. yeah. No, I love it. I love it. And and I keep seeing it in patterns again and again of people like that um are less, you know, going towards external sources. That it's what we all do. We go to the podcast and the audiobooks. If you're listening to this podcast, enjoy and keep listening to the podcast. But but I'm saying like <laughs> well, sometimes you know we need to be that in, in in ourselves. We need to go inside. Everybody nowadays yes. talks about the metaverse. We don't talk about enough about the universe. So we need to go inside. Yes. Right? And that's kind of like yes. the thing. Yeah. You, you have all the answers. We have all the answers. Yeah. Keep listening to this podcast though, because it's going to give you good tools. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> These um, are the podcasts that I listen to and I'm part of. Um, yeah. If it's going to help my life. then Love it. I love right. it. Cool. So, so, so just to wrap up um, and, and this was an amazing conversation. So thank you so much, Johnny. It was, um, I, I loved everything you shared. Um, for me, I think the biggest takeaway is kind of like, let God be your partner, kind of like treat God as your partner or the source or something like that. And the second thing is, I yes. think always, um, is like, make sure that you and you're attracting things and you're putting the law of attraction into work. You first of all, understand, you know, connect to source first, then you know, wish for like work with a lot of attraction. Um, So I think those are two very powerful things that I personally just, you know, took away. Uh, But I think there's so many gold nuggets here. So everybody just enjoy cherry picking um, from this episode. And uh, Johnny, where can we find you? 
No, my website is the best place to kind of get a hold of me and contact me through there. It's the mindsetgroup.com, the mindsetgroup.com. And the podcast is there. And yep, you'll see my podcast that we're going to be launching soon. And yep, cool. more resources and ways to get a hold of me. When is, when is the podcast launching? I just want to. For people here. Yes. For folks here, we have, we don't have a launch date yet, but okay. coming soon. <laughs> all right. All right. So check out, check out the mindsetgroup.com um, because probably when you're listening to this in the future, this would already have been launched. So I just don't want to, you know, uncredit that podcast because it's going to be a great podcast. Um, and so just wait for it. Yeah. Can um, I do yeah. a quick plug on the podcast again yeah, really quick? Of course. Um, the podcast is LIA with Joni Ray, Living in Alignment, all about mm. being in alignment and what that means to Love all it. of us. Yeah. Leah is my older, oldest daughter's name. So <laughs> see, LIA. see? It works. see all the connections. <laughs> yes, definitely. Definitely. I love it. Awesome. Awesome. So thank you so much, Johnny. It was a pleasure having you on the show. And um, I'm, I want to bring it back soon. So we have a lot more to talk about, but you know. I know this about. is just a tip of the iceberg. I would love it. Thank you, yeah. Sugi. Appreciate awesome. you. And everybody keep uh, keep following Sugi and all the amazing things he's doing. I know you all are already doing that, but I just so appreciate you and all the work you're doing. Oh, Johnny. By the way, Johnny, you're on Instagram as well? Do you have an Instagram I account am. active? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So is it like uh, and my Instagram is Joni Ray, J-O-N-I-R-A-E. Okay, cool. So Joni Ray. Um, and did I say Johnny and it's Joni? It's Joni. Joni, yeah, because I said Johnny and it's Joni. So I said okay. it wrong. It's okay. okay. <laughs> I, I'll answer to all of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, it's okay. Okay, cool. Thanks. So um Johnny, thank you so much. And uh, everybody, if you enjoyed this episode, be sure to just take a snapshot right now of your device, please, and share it on your social media for a second. I know you're probably on the go, but take a snapshot right now, share it later, just, you know, and tag us, right? Um, at Johnny Ray and at Sigi Schreiber. And you can also tag at commit.first if you want. So just so we know that you actually got value from this episode and please sharing with friends, this would be an amazing, amazing, uh, you know, thank you fee. Just share it with anybody that you feel can benefit from this podcast. And then rating us, um, Spotify just opened up their, um, their rating. So you can rate on Spotify differently than what you rate in Apple. So you can rate on Apple and also on Spotify. I know it's complex, but, you know, whatever you choose to rate us on, we would really love a rating. So that would really help other people um, get, you know, get to this podcast. Um, so thank you so much, everybody. And see you in the next episode. Thank you, Johnny. Thank you.